0: You've been the one your mom called for everything, every day. You gave her a shower once or twice a week. You set up her medications every week and made sure she took them. You did her laundry and the list goes on and on. But now you're tired and she's finally agreed to move into an assisted living community. So you should feel relieved, right? I'm your host, Valerie Borgman, And this week we're taking a closer look at transitioning out of the caregiver role. Welcome
1: to Desperately Seeking Senior Living, a podcast for sons, daughters, grandkids, and spouses who suddenly find themselves tangled in the search for senior living and care. If you liked today's episode, don't forget to subscribe and check out our doable download in today's show notes for a printable summary of the show and a bonus tip from our guest. You're listening to our doable tips short answers to your questions. Don't see your question listed? Send us a note. Then don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an answer.
0: Hi, and welcome to the show. Last week, we defined the role of a caregiver because most of the time we identify as helping mom or dad, not actually being a caregiver. But the truth is, most of the time, we are caregivers. Whether you're a son, daughter, friend, or spouse, caregiving is hard, and transitioning out of that role can be even harder. This week, we're going to look at circumstances where you're now transitioning out of your role as caregiver, why you should consider making the transition, what to expect, and some tips for letting go. 99% of the time, the families we work with did not intentionally become caregivers it's usually something that starts slowly, sometimes begrudgingly, and often becomes overwhelming fast. Days turn to months and sometimes years, but no matter the extent of your caregiving, from fielding phone calls to attending doctor's visits or showering and dressing, transitioning out of that role can be really difficult. So let's look at some of the reasons you may be transitioning out of your role as caregiver. First, you may decide to hire in-home care for your loved one. Your loved one moves to assisted living, memory care, or an adult family home. Someone else steps in to help, like a neighbor. You sign up for respite stay at a community. And we're going to talk a little bit more about respite or short-term stays in an upcoming episode. And. Of course, the other reason is that your loved one passes away. And for this week's episode, we're going to focus more on the other reasons that I listed because when our loved one passes away, there's so much more to that experience. And I'm going to put a couple of links in show notes to episodes where we already talked a little bit about that. Now, as this transition is made and someone else is providing care, you may still retain some of your role as caregiver. There may still be work to be done. Maybe you're the one in charge of paying bills. But in most cases, your role will and should change. For example, hiring professional caregivers to come into the home or making a move to a community are much more successful when you're able to take a step back and allow the staff to take over. That, of course, can require an enormous amount of trust in people that you just met. (laughs) We had a client who was the caregiver for her husband, but she was experiencing burnout herself. She just could not be his caregiver any longer. So we found a place that she really liked close to her home, but unfortunately, she just wasn't able to relinquish her role. This resulted in her interfering with his care and not allowing the staff to do their job. And eventually, it just didn't work out. She ended up moving him back home. Now, I'm not saying that if you sense something's wrong with the care your loved one is getting, or isn't getting, (laughs) that you shouldn't say something. You should absolutely step in if something's not right. But having others provide care is a collaboration. And part of that collaboration is allowing them to care for your loved one taking that step back from your caregiving role and enjoying your time with your loved one. And that's really one of the reasons why you should actually consider allowing someone else to be responsible for your loved one's care. When you do that, then you do get to enjoy your time more doing the things that you used to love as opposed to feeling so responsible for that care. And if you're listening to this week's episode, I suspect you either know someone who is just plain tired or whose health is suffering as that family caregiver, and maybe that someone is you. You may have heard us talk in the past about how often we see the caregiver get sicker than the one they're caring for. We've mentioned caregiver burnout, and it's real. And it can sneak up on you. We've also talked a lot about guilt. Guilt tends to be a big reason that many find it difficult to give up their role as caregiver. You know your loved one best. No one can do it better than you. Or maybe your mom made you promise that you wouldn't let someone else come in the home or that she would never have to leave her home. There are so many reasons that it can be difficult to transition out of the role of caregiver. So, what are some tips to help ease the transition? First, recognize your limitations, whether that's physical or emotional. Second, assess your quality of life and your loved ones to determine if a move to a senior living community might be better or even safer. Three, give up the guilt. While most seniors express their desire to stay home, they also express their desire to not be a burden on their family members or friends. Four, reach out to caregiver support groups. And we'll have some links to some of those in show notes as well. And five, simply ask for help. When we work with a family to find a senior living option, even if that family member hasn't expressed their burden of caregiving, we always ask them to recognize that this transition means they're giving up a role that they've been playing. And if this is you, and you're facing this transition, recognize that you will feel something. Maybe you'll feel lonely, sad, or even bored. You may have to rediscover your own hobbies and activities that you used to enjoy. You may feel like you're losing a part of yourself, your identity. Whatever the feeling is, anticipate, acknowledge, and prepare to hopefully make it more doable.
1: Today's episode is brought to you by ClearPath Senior Living Solutions. ClearPath helps families find assisted living, memory care, and other resources. Find our contact information in today's show notes. Check out this episode's doable download in show notes for details, including industry terms and definitions we discussed, as well as a bonus tip from our guest. Have questions or your own tips to share? Leave us a message. We'd love to hear from you. And until next time, make it doable.